Welcome to another installment of Anti Everything Podcast, where we talk about anti everything. Um, figure what that means one day. Um, apologies in advance. I'm actually driving on my way to work. This is how I do these things. They're very unscripted. Uh, you know, when something's just on my mind, I tend to just, you know, start recording, you know, whatever. And so I will be ordering some coffee in the process. So, again, my apologies if that sounds, I don't know, unprofessional to some, whatever. Um, I wanted to, to, to talk about, um, discuss, talk about whatever, a couple of things. Um, uh, and I wanted to talk about channeling. If, if anybody uh, here knows what channeling is, I want to be discussing channeling. And my experience with channels. Um, also, want to discuss um, vampiric or vampire energy. I really feel like I had this conversation before, but probably. But uh, I'm going to speak more in depth about it, um, the concept behind it, um, from my point of view. Right? So. Um, Vampire energy, right? So, vampire energy, just like what it sounds like, you know, what we know vampires and movies and film and books to do was to feed off of humans uh, and or animals, uh, their life source, which is blood, plasma, or what have you. And um, it is to my belief that, you know, there are certain energies. Um, around us at any given time, uh, one can call them archons, one can call them demons, spirits. Uh, I, I think it's more, I think it's more science than anything. I think um, it's more of a scientific kind of deal. So, you know, I was... Uh, talking to my uh, fiance on our way home from a bar last night, and uh, we were just <clears throat> discussing uh, different holistic kind of deals. And I'll get more into that when I talk about the channeling uh, topic. Um, but so you know, I I shared a uh, uh, a news headline that I was reading the article uh, about this couple. Who, whose uh, son, you know, unfortunately, you know, had a had a uh, incident when he was a, a baby. He drowned, and his brain function it damaged his brain functions. And the doctor went to the couple and was like, um, "Well, you know, he's, you know, excuse the term. I'm using the term wrongly, but he's brain dead, and he will have no." You know, no motor function, no any signs of life. You know, has to use a feeding tube and the whole song and dance. Um, so they said, you know, do you want to, you know, you know, terminate the life of the child here, or you can take them home and provide self care. They opted to take them home. This is, this is a a young black couple out here in their mid twenties. Um, so they took them home, and I mean. I can only assume, you know, 
only assumption for the benefit of disability, you know, because again, the child will not have, will not be conscious at all at any point, you know, no hopes of uh, pushing through. So some years go by, maybe two or three or four years go by. Again, I forget the details, but it was discovered that the child was so neglected that it was uh, decomposed. The child was decomposing alive. You know, one can decipher what alive means, that brain, whatever the case is, but he was breathing and he was, you know, it was decomp. You know, that's how poorly the child was taken care of. He had bed sores that you can almost see through. They described some bed sore that you can see his spinal cord. Um, malnourished, obviously, just a living corpse, essentially what the child was. And, of course, the parents was arrested and the whole song had danced, right? Terrible situation. Just, you know, part of the worst things you can probably, you know, conceive. And, and hopefully he did not, the child did not have any brain function to feel any of that crap, you know, because that's a whole other level, right? So, there was two mug shots, you know, one of her, one of him. And uh, so, you know, I have this uh, ability um, that I've had for a while to, uh, you know, get information from eyes. Like I can, I can look into eyes and, 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 and get communications. And again, it goes back to the channeling. Um, that's why I do not like to make eye contact with people. Um, and funny still funny enough, it's only negative. Like, I only pick up on negative things through eyes. I don't pick up on anything positive or optimistic or hopeful. It's always doom, gloom, sadness, fear, rage. What one would call evil intent. You know, I, I don't pick up on anything positive. And this is not a willing gift, trust me. It's not something like, yay! You know? So... Anyway, I'm looking at this mugshot of this this couple. I'm looking at a guy, and I'm doing my eye thing from the image, and nothing. Like I, I get nothing, you know. She um, just seems like a, a fucking guy, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no no level of depth, no level of anything of interest from this guy's eyes and what that normally tells me is that um no wait let me finish what i'm saying and so you know i just you know i go over to my left and i look at the woman and immediately my spiritual spidey senses kicked in you know looked her in the eyes and you know, I did a quick uh, little ritual I do with myself to kind of get myself to get some information kind of quickly. And, you know, it was revealed that, you know, she has that vampiric parasite that has what we'll call possessed 
or she's infected by it. Uh, and uh, I was able to. Uh, so I'm staring at it and I'm getting it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. Okay. I see what's happening here. Okay. What else? And so <laughs> uh, my inner self, um, which is a, a total separate entity, I get to that in another installment was like, ask for its name. And I was like, do I really want to like open that door? Not like I'm afraid of anything, but like, do I really want to deal with this? Like right now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was like, fine. And so I asked its name, you know, I, I, I out loud too, I just asked his name. Um, and I don't recall the name, but it started with an A. Uh, I was able, you know, to see the parasite vampiric energy. Um, it resembles, uh, if I can have to, to make a, uh, a comparison, uh, it, it's not its nose. You know, the bridge of its nose comes from its forehead down, all the way down to where the nose is. And it has one of those rings inside of the nose, really thick rings, and you know, how they depict bulls to have, I've never seen an actual fucking bull with that ring in their nose, <laughs> maybe it's only on cartoons, I don't know, but it resembled that, you know, and, and, and that's all this image, and that's when I was receiving the channel, which I'm getting to the channel, channel stuff later, but it explained to me that this particular parasite, this particular vampiric energy here has attached itself to black Americans since the 60s. And I'm like, okay, but that's interesting. You know, that's that's pretty interesting. Like, okay. Um, it explained to me that it's, it is a vampiric energy that feeds off of fear pain, ignorance, stagnation, every other negative fucking thing you can, you can, you can say and that this particular parasite vampiric energy has attached to the black community. There's, there are other uh, parasites out there um, that operates uh, from... If you've seen the show American Gods, it will kind of explain it, how they had a God for media, God for this, God for that, like God for television, God for fucking whatever. It's kind of like that. If you, if you can think about that, that's how the vampire. So those were gods, but, you know, just, you know, whatever. That kind of song. So that's other. So not like just black people all only want to have vampire energy. No, it's a lot of vampire energy. All around us in different fashions, um, different different prototypes they they like to feed off of. But this particular one, uh, to start with the, with the letter A, has grabbed from the '60s has grabbed on. Um, so bad. So what these parasites do is they 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 feed off of uh, off of the, the the violence, the the anger, the rage, you know, the drugs, the the false hopes, um, and the parasite keeps that system 
perpetually going. Um, and I kind of knew this in so many ways, um, in so many different uh, ways. I, I knew this. Um, yeah. Oh, they don't want to go anymore. Oh, one second. I'm going to order some coffee. yourself on and and you know it was a couple of years ago I you know I I, I would see like some uh, um, a video of this violent violent act you know or even maybe about a month ago it was this you know living in Miami this dude on South Beach you know it was a video of it and he in a crowded area he just literally pulled out a gun in a crowded area and shot this dude in the head and shot him multiple times and ran off and you know I often think to myself like that can't be logical you know what I'm saying like like, like even for a criminal like that it can't be the logical thing to do good morning welcome to the hey good morning uh can I have a medium hot coffee with caramel cream and sugar and uh order a hash browns please medium hot coffee caramel cream and sugar yeah and what are the hash Yes, sir. Okay, well, that's it. You can Thank you. Um, sorry. Yeah, so, I, one way or other, I know about the vampire energy. Anyway, the vampire energy. So now, like, like this is where I, I get into the science of it. So, this energy, this, 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 these parasitical, these parasite, the vampire energies, they don't, they cannot feed off of the energy. They can create the meal. Am I saying that correctly? No. Okay. They purchase the grocery. What creates the meal, the chef, the cook, I believe is science. I believe that the vampiric energy creates the atmosphere, the melting pot, the the Dutch pot of these negative energies for them to feed off of. But I do believe that man men are aware of these energies and that they found a way to siphon to um, collect these emotions. Um, and they sacrifice them to these particular vampire energies for whatever reason. If you see the movie Cabin in the Woods, uh, probably one of my favorite movies because it's so left field. It's, it's so different. I just I just love it. So, but you know, not to go through the whole movie, but at the end, it's revealed that all of these the things that's happening to these teenagers or young people in the wood in this cabin in the woods is because scientists and humanity and man found out that you know titans exist which if you know um any um greek mythology the titans are these really huge um deities actually zeus his father was a titan 
these really just ginormous creatures. So the, in the movie, it was shown that that the there were scientists. So you see in the movie these scientists. You don't know what they're doing, but you see them that they're creating this these horror horror situations for these teenagers in this. Um, how you doing, man? For these teenagers. I don't think you. No. Uh, for these teenagers in the woods. So it turns out that these scientists are collecting, I think it was the uh, the fears or the screams or the blood or whatever from these teenagers to feed to the Titan. You too, sir. And because there was an agreement between this Titan and humans that as long as you continue to feed me, I won't destroy humanity. So, you know, the scientists found a way to harness the emotions of fear uh, from these teenagers. And they've been doing it for for years, apparently. Um, But at the end of the movie, the protagonist figured out what's going on and he stopped them. Then the Titan just destroyed seemingly the world. He burst out and all hell followed. So it's kind of just like that. Um, that we are aware of certain energies um, or deities that needs to be fed. You know, it needs to be fed. And what the agreement, I believe, is that this energy says, you know what, I'm going to create the kitchen. I'm going to create the kitchen and I'm going to get the food ready to be cooked. And you human, scientist, whomever, I need you to take it, cook it, which is harness it, and then feed it, and then feed it to me. Um, which, you know, again, this is not me making an excuse for the, the, the behavior or the negativity that goes on in certain communities. This is no way trying to pass the buck at all. Um, so that's what the, these vampire energies do, and, and, and they they play in different forms. You know, um, you have a, a particular energy whom I have not tapped into, don't want to, um, but I see its work when it comes to um, the ego, uh, and maybe even the ego itself is a uh, an energy. I don't know. I don't. I haven't looked into it, and don't plan on to. Um, because that also, you know, is something that can be fed off of is, is the ego. Um, you know, if they can measure uh, brain waves, you know, using you know the little cap thing they put in your head to kind of measure uh, brain waves. Um, you know, I just believe they found a way to create an instrument that can gather that those particular waves in the air and siphon it. You know violence happens. Um, I spoke about this before. I know I definitely did, but um, uh, I remember when uh, back right before uh, BLM came into existence, you know, if you can remember correctly, and maybe I'm wrong, but I really believe the BLM started with the Trayvon Martin situation. Um, uh, whatever year this was, um, and the Black Lives Matter movement, it was 
started, I think the, I think the Trayvon Martin thing will kind of broke the camera back to make whatever group create the BLM. But it's more so, we were, they were saying, okay, due process. Black Lives Matters do the due process. You know what I'm saying? Like, arrest somebody and then, you know, go through your investigation and whatever. That was kind of the deal. And I remember I was, uh, I was an admin of this really popular Facebook group. I'm not going to say the name or anything. And, uh, you know, I, you know, if that was the vampiric energy, I was definitely bitten by it and fed off of because I became consumed with it. It became my identity. You know, uh, it was fucking weird, honestly. If I can just be honest with you, it was very fucking weird. Um, Anyway, so when the Trayvon Martin thing happened, you know, I'm a person who don't really, uh, I hate to say care. I, I, I sympathize with a lot of things, but I don't personally have emotions tied into things or situations or if a black person get killed, I don't have an emotional tie into that. I have sympathy and I, and I sympathize with the families and them and everything. But I don't have an emotional tie. And that's a, to me, I consider that a flex. I really do. I, I, I don't want to be emotionally tied to, to external things. Um, so, but being in this group, you know, I found myself getting wildly emotional about the Chamber of Martin thing. So I stepped back and you know and looked at like what's the fight? Hey, bro, this ain't this ain't you, bro. Like this is this ain't you. And then another thing happened, I think um uh Castillo, some some guy who was shot by the police like live on when the girl was on live on her phone. The police shot him in the car, I forget the guy's name. So those, those things kept they kept rolling on, rolling on, rolling on. And I have a theory behind that too, but I'm not gonna open up that door today. But uh, you know, kept happening, and I said, "Wait a second, I'm feeling emotions behind this. I'm angry." I'm you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not angry. I'm not, you know. And so I realized what was happening, and so I just left the group culture. Never looked back. I did not like that element. Um, how I was receiving it, or taking it rather. Um, so to say, when those things um, around that time were being shown, like all of the the Trayvon Martin stuff, then there was just like like a a flood of video after video after video of a person of color just being. You know, murdered or shot or choked or whatever the case may be, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is it. This is this is the energy they want to harness right now, which is the the energy of fear and anger, because." It was shown to us everywhere, from the news to Facebook to, I don't think TikTok existed, from Facebook to Instagram, 
all over the place. You're seeing these horrific things, and with most people, it will, it, you know, it will produce an emotion. The emotion will be produced, and around that time, I cannot speak for any other city in America. I'm only speaking for Miami. At that time, I used to do lift on the side. I used to drive for lift on the side. I'll get off my nine to five and I'll just drive lift. So I, I used to drive around a lot. And I've noticed around that same time there are local um, or or our statewide uh, electric company FPNL was installing these devices on on the power lines and light fixtures. Which, whatever, it could be routine maintenance or some upgrade or whatever. I didn't pay it too much attention. Um, but then I'm noticing, like, okay, they're not doing it in certain areas. And remember, I'm, I'm driving around to, you know, different wealthy areas, middle class areas. And you know, lower income areas. This was only being done in lower income areas. I can attest to that because I was driving around from like all over the place and I started to look because it was a massive campaign with this thing because they will block off like you know, city blocks just to be able to install this stuff in the middle of the day. So, you know, it was it wasn't like someone like one guy up there. No, it was like a whole team of guys four or five trucks on a city block. It was like a big thing. And so, started to notice, nowhere in sight. It's to my belief that devices have has been put on the power lines to harness the energies of the people who will be affected by what, you know, what's being shown. It wasn't Put in, I see Aventura. If you're from Miami, you know that's like you know like a upper class area. It wasn't put in um, uh, Coconut Grove. Well, maybe certain parts of Coconut Grove. It wasn't put in Weston. It was put in North Miami, Liberty City, um, Miami Gardens, uh, places like that, for sure. Um, and I figured, like, okay, they put something there attached to electrical power, electrical current, and it was a box-like device, the thing they were installing. And so me being the bold guy I am, one day, you know, that was actually on my mom's block. And I was going to see her, so I parked my car, and I just walked up. I was like, "Oh man, what you guys doing, man?" And some guy, uh, he wasn't—he wasn't like a technician. He was more so of the guy who, you know, makes sure cars don't drive through. He had the flags in his hand, you know, it was a black dude. I said, "Oh man, what's going on, man?" He was like, "I don't even know, man. We just installing these things on the." On the, on the power line, man, I don't even know, bro. You know, we just talking from when I got from the conversation, he just had no idea what was being done. 
which is, you know, I'm even bold to say maybe majority of them, of them that does not know what the device may have been doing. And the device is not still there. I still see them up. Uh, the boxes, rather. I don't want to see the device with the box that they were installing. Um, wow, making this so long and dramatic. Uh, so, anyway, the point is, vampiric energy um, is a thing. Um, and these deities, entities, entities, energies, devils, whatever one wants to call them, uh, feeds on us um, for various reasons. Um, we're part of their diet. Uh, I created a. Um, I actually made a poem about this a while ago. Um, funny enough. Okay, I don't know where the hell I would have put it. Um, funny enough, I love poetry, but I don't write poetry. Um, I don't write poetry, you know, because it's, it's kind of a nervous thing for me. You know, so it's, a, it's a nervous thing. Like, I feel too exposed. I don't know. But one day, I can't remember what cultivated this. I just got up one day and just did a poem, you know. Uh, so I'm going to read this poem now. And it speaks towards the vampiric energy I was speaking about. Uh, so it's called Eat. Eat. The experience exaggerates the... Ex- I'm sorry. The experience exaggerates the internal battle emulated by the esoteric enemy. Be eager to exit conventional education and use empirical evidence to elevate. Acceptable insanity requires the absence of an acute lack of awareness. This act allows archons to take advantage of one's abstract notions of the allowance of time. Ambitions are therefore absorbed to appease your antagonists. Trapped in the flesh temple of man, we must transmute into the thing that remembers not transgressions. Titillated by our trance state, the invisible terrorist takes advantage and tricks us to think he is to be deified. Be ye food. Right? So I'm not the one to explain you poems or whatever. But, you know, as the, the poem went on, you know, I used the first, the first, it was first, middle, and end. I used the E, words with E, the words with A, the words with T. Now, whatever, whatever, don't judge me. Uh, I did this about maybe about four years ago. Um, so that's my, um, this, well, portion of my take on Vampiric Energy. Which I think I may just do like a long, uh, installment of that because I have much more to say about it but I want to actually get to the, the next topic I have here which is channeling um, uh, it's, it's channeling uh, so what channeling is for me this coffee here is getting cold channeling for me is when you receive information outside of yourself um, again you know it's been talked about through history, you know, whatever. And most gets attributed to be some kind of religious experience, which may be for some. 
Uh, but for me, um, when I receive a channel, and it, it happens randomly, like I like I can't even explain to you. It happens in the worst opportunity moments that you know. I was watching a movie one day, and this boom, you know, it, it, it hits you like a ton of bricks. Uh, it, it makes you. Uh, it makes me um, very withdrawn, and like I, I instantly become withdrawn. I instantly become. I start looking off. You know, when it hits you, you know, like you know, you like fuck. You know, you're like damn it, and you know, it could be for a moment, a fleeting moment. It could be for a second. Um, and how do you? How do I keep the channel going to receive the majority of the channel? Is you have to abandon all logic. You know, like when it's happening, you may hear something. For example, you may hear some abstract thing like a leaf is life. Whatever, some abstract thing. And once you start trying to, once you start trying to make sense what that means, the channel will close. Because it doesn't need your logic at the moment. It needs you to listen. You know? And one has to become childlike when it happens. Meaning, like, you know, just be a fucking kid and just play. Meaning, like, just abandon everything and, and just dwell in your imagination and let it let it flow through. It'll stop, but let it flow. But when you think too much, it's going to close. And so I get channels, um, uh, I would say maybe about twice a month, you know, you know, one, one, it'd be about one or two that would like, you know, be like, er, shit, you know, like, boom. Um, uh, it's a, it's a very, um, at first it was a very scary situation because you feel crazy, you know, you feel fucking crazy. You know, you feel insane. You feel like you're fucking schizophrenic or some shit. You know, you don't feel, you feel very abnormal. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me, you know? But when you understand that there's a, nothing wrong with you and that, you know, this is okay. This is not new. I mean, people have been saying this in church for hundreds of years. Like, God spoke to me. Like, you know what I mean? So what can you equate this to? Oh, God spoke to me. Whatever. I'm fine with that. Um... But channels are, uh, they are powerful things, and they speak in the language of the subconscious, which is very abstract. Um, a lot of symbols, symbology, things like that. Um, they talk in riddles. Um, because it's not for you to understand as you, as to, like, like me, not, you know, fucking Anthony, you know what I'm saying? It's not really meant for that. It's meant for the other you. You know, the subconscious one, which I just happen to name my subconscious. So you, whenever you hear me say the beast, that's I'm just saying my subconscious. Um, and, you know, one has to be very careful with them because uh, they can be coming from multiple sources. I'll just say um, multiple sources. I am not getting to that. But. So the last channel that I received, um, I was watching actually Equalizer, Equalizer Two, I believe. 
<laughs> with Denzel. Uh, this this is like maybe earlier this week or last week, and I I had this you know this channel that came through about about death, you know. Um, and yes, the movie was about you know basically killing, but that just wasn't on the radar. Like it wasn't like a thing, but it hit me <clears throat> about the beautiful nature of death and how. You know, the concept of death is constantly begging for us um, to come within this bosom. I know that sounded dramatic, but almost like the energy is begging for us to come to it, to the death energy, and not for some bleak, torment your soul way, more so like a, like, grace and mercy. I want to grace you with death. You know, I can I cannot wait to honor you with death, kind of deal. And um, the channel was pretty not much explaining to me that you know death is not this terrible thing that we you know you've grown to portray um, in, in 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 life, in movie, in film, and the whole thing. And it, it, it was it was a very 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 um, peaceful uh, channel. Uh, some channels can be rough. Some channels can be some shit that you don't want to hear that you just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to hear this shit. Like, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bro. Um, but I haven't found really a way to, I'm sure there's ways and methods to um, channel on demand. I haven't figured that out. Um, do I want to? Yeah. You know, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but uh, channeling is a thing, and um, yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna get this installment very long. It's, it's about 40 minutes. Uh, again, vampiric energies. You know what they look like. How to potentially spot one. Um, looking past your nose. Um, you know those kind of deals. Anyway, and also, you know, channeling. I have more to talk about it, and I'll talk about these things more in depth on another installment. Maybe do them like individually, uh, so I can kind of get more in depth with it. In depth with it. So, anyway, Anthony with Anti Everything Podcast. Have a good one.